want you to tell me. No, better yet, stand up and tell the class. What do you want to do with your life? Welcome, everyone, to Season 2, Episode 1 of the Coopcast. I am your commissioner, C. Millie the Really, the president, Mr. 337, at CJ Miller 14. It's your boy, and we are ready to rock and roll for this next season, 2019, of the Will Hassan Memorial Fantasy Football League. I am so glad to be back with you. The purpose of today's episode is to give you my, your commissioner's preseason rankings of the year. Um, I'm going to roll through my preseason rankings. We're going to go 10 through 1. I'm going to give you what I think your best qualities are. I'm going to say what I think you need to rely on to make your team great. And I'll give you the strengths and the weaknesses of your team um, as I go through these preseason rankings. I'll also pick matchups uh, for week 1. I'll give my predictions. I'm going to lie. I forgot I was supposed to do that. So I'll be doing that on the fly at the end of the episode. So we'll get going there. Um, we, I don't have my partners in crime. I don't have Blake. He's over in uh, Houston now. Uh, so he didn't make it. And I was so late in procrastinating this episode, I didn't get my boy Austin involved. Uh, and we don't have video because I didn't contact JJ. It's been a busy week. Uh, so we're just going to get right into it, ready to roll. You'll have to deal with your commissioner for week one, but if I know you all, boy, I know y'all are going to love that y'all get to deal with your commissioner only. Uh, so let's get into it. We're going to start with the preseason rankings again. I'll go 10 through 1. Talk about your best player. Talk about someone I think you're going to need to rely on. Talk about your strengths. Talk about your weaknesses. And boy, do you guys have a whole bunch of weaknesses. Um, so for my preseason rankings, I typically look at starters. I took benches into a little bit of a factor, uh, but trying to realize, you know, a lot of us aren't going to play our bench, right? A lot of us are going to play our starters, have to get your bench in there. It may have came into a little bit of a factor, uh, but pretty much your starting rotation that you have in there for week one and how I think you're going to fare. Coming in at number 10 of our rankings, the bottom of the barrel, he's not going to make the playoffs. I feel bad for the guy. He's a good guy. I didn't want to do this because it is our year, but I just had to go with the poo-poo Browns as my number 10 team. And listen, I think you got some good qualities. Your best qualities are Saquon Barkley and Joe Mixon. I think they're going to be great for you. I think they're going to do the job that you need them to do. However, you're going to have to rely on your wide receivers. And when Chris Godwin's your number one and Julian Edelman's right behind, while I think Julian Edelman's going to be a fine piece, there also will be some weeks where he may throw up a goose egg. And I think Chris Godwin has that potential too. And you have a question mark over there with Kyler Murray with us not knowing what's going on. I think there's too many question marks for some key components of your team, even Hunter Henry in there. Uh, so that's why you're named number 10. I do think your strengths is your running back potential. I think those guys actually are going to carry you to some victories. Um, but the wide receiver depth, which I think is your weakness, is ultimately going to hold you back. Poo Poo Browns come in at number 10. Coming in at number nine, 
this guy actually finished ninth last season, so it would be a double miss for him into the playoffs. It is the Real East FWM. Uh, the strength, I mean, the best player, the best potential for your team is DeAndre Hopkins. He is going to be a beast. He is going to put up a ton of points, especially with the addition of Kenny Stills on that team to open up the other half. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, your strength, you're going to rely on your boy Mike Evans and your boy Carson Wentz. I think they both have really high potential, um, but they're going to have to prove it. Wentz is coming off a year. He didn't really play. Mike Evans in a new offense. Um, I don't really know if he's dealing with an injury or not. Um, so I think there's some question marks there. The strength of your team is I do think you have a high floor. Um, I think there is a lot to look forward to. I think you're going to be pretty consistent. I just don't know if it's going to hold up throughout the uh, entire season with your opponents you're playing. The weaknesses, I think, is going to be your running back consistency. I think you're going to have some boom weeks from Lindsey and James White. Um, but after that, it's kind of like what the hell is going to happen with those guys. Uh, and I don't, I see that holding you back enough to keep you out of the playoffs. Uh, coming in at number eight is the Substance Abusers. The guy just had an absolute terrible draft. Um, the only reason that I even have him this high is because I am dangerously scared of his best quality, which is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Those two guys together are extremely scary, and I think are actually going to win him games with just those two by themselves. Uh, you're going to rely on David Montgomery. I think that's been kind of well known. Um, if he kind of booms up for you, that can make your team great. Um, and that kind of scares me a little bit. The strength uh, is that dynamic duo of Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. And your weakness, I think, is going to be health. You have Sammy Watkins. He stinks. The guy stinks. I don't know why he's in your starting lineup. Uh, Chubbs had some history in the past. Fournette's had some history in the past. Um, I th Calvin Ridley is a kind of a question mark. So I think health is your weakness and what's going to hold you back. Uh, but I do think you sneak into the playoffs at number eight. Coming in at number seven is the Miller Lights. Uh, the best quality of this team is obviously the captain of the team, the guy that's at the top of the list, Aaron Rodgers. I think he's going to win you plenty of games. That's a great pick to go on. You're going to rely on Damian Williams, which with the addition of LaShawn McCoy over there in Kansas City, I think should be a scary thing for you. Um, and if you rely on him and he doesn't perform, um, I think you're screwed and you actually will probably fall down even below East. So these three right here that we just went over, I think are kind of actually close. Actually, these bottom four can interchange. Um, I'm going to stay with Damian Williams right now because he's an OU guy, but you take him out of consideration. I think East moves back up into that eight spot and you fall to the nine. Um, and your weakness is that there's just, you know, there's not a lot sexy about your team. I mean, Michael Tom, I mean, yeah, he's good, but you know what you're kind of going to get. He's got a boom potential. But other than that, the team's just not sexy at all. And I, you know, I just, you know, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know. You know, anyways, going up to number six, this guy's probably the highest I've ever ranked him. It's Daddy Daycare. Listen, I know. I know his, his bench and his draft style, it stinks. It just absolutely stinks. But when I'm looking at the whole factor, uh, Adam Thielen and Christian McCaffrey are a very good duo right there that's going to get a lot of points on a very, very consistent basis, and he won't have to jump into that bench. 
He's going to rely on Keenan Allen and Sony Michelle. If they stay healthy and play to their potential, uh, there's a lot of dangerous there. I mean, a lot of danger that's going to come into effect. So with those four guys I just mentioned, if they all play well, it's a scary team. And you had Deshaun Watson in there as well. There's a lot of points to be had. Um, the the strength of your team. Oh, sorry. This is actually a weakness. I didn't really have a strength. I guess your strength would be the potential um, that's going to be there. Sorry. Uh, but the weakness, I have your bench. It just absolutely stinks. I mean, if something goes wrong and you do have some health concerns and Michelle uh, as well as uh, Keenan Allen, if something goes wrong, again, you bump down all the way to that eight spot. So um, I think the team's going to be good. I think you're going to do what you always do, uh, especially if those core guys stay healthy. Uh, you're going to have a pretty good team, and I think you'll finish sixth. Coming in at number five, Yahoo had him graded as actually the best grade in an A in our draft. It's the Milwaukee Bucks. What do I like about the Bucks? Again, the dynamic duo uh, plays a factor in Matty Ice and Julio Jones. That is a lot, a lot of points each and every week that's going to come out. Uh, you're going to rely, of course, on your shitty running back situation. Marlon Mack may have elevated a little bit just because luck isn't there. and I think he's going to get pure volume. Uh, on Johnson isn't proven. I'm not a believer in him, so I don't think he's going to do great. But if those guys do pan out and get you some volume, uh, that puts you up at this number five spot. Your strengths are your duo um, of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Uh, and the, the other strength is the boom potential there. Julio Jones, Tyreek Hill, and Robert Woods have potential to really just boom out. Uh, and I really love, love that on your team. Uh, your weaknesses, your running backs stink. I mean, they're bad. Uh, I think you have can overcome it with the boom potential in your wide receiver core, uh, but you're going to have to make some moves and bolster up that running back situation you have over there. Whew. Number four, we got the Santa Hammers. Uh, the Santa Hammers are a very good team. The best quality about this team is its depth. There's a lot of depth that goes into this team. He, he built himself for the future. He built himself to have some injury uh, proneness in there. And, of course, he has George Kittle, which is consistency at tight end that cannot be overlooked. Going to rely on uh, Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson's volume. Uh, without that, the team isn't very good. So you're going to have to rely on the volume to uptake the shitty teams that they're on. It's always hard having good players that are on bad teams. Uh, but the pure volume here is what you're going to rely on and really hope it comes out. I think your strength is you do have a high floor. Um, the boom potential, again, is limited, which I actually had as your weakness, but it's a high floor. So you went with a different strategy than normal, um, and I like it. I think it's going to get you consistent enough to have a good record in this league. Coming in at number three is your commissioner, your best friend, the best friend you'll ever have, the Cheeseheads. What makes the Cheeseheads the best? Well, it's number 17, the wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, the Cheesehead himself, Devontae Adams. Looking for another 15-touchdown season, probably 100 catches. Uh, he's just going to be absolutely insane. And then my my whole wide receiver core in itself, Devontae, Juju, and Amari, three very, very dangerous guys that can carry my team to a victory. Uh, I'm going to rely on my running backs to damn show up. Um, they... Devontae Freeman, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Melvin Gordon. Uh, if they actually show up literally and figuratively, uh, my team's going to be very dangerous, and I'm excited to see how they play it out. 
My strength is my depth. I think I have the deepest bench in the league. Now, all that means is that goes to my weakness is, one, my running back reliability. Who can I rely on week in and week out to actually show up? And, you know, my GM skills. I'm going to beat myself because I have four running backs that I'm going to have to worry about filtering in and out of there every week, and they are all interchangeable. And I'm going to make the wrong decision on all four of them each and every week. So uh, that's definitely a weakness and something that I'm going to have to fight through. And, and hopefully, uh, what I am glad of is that I don't have to make a decision at running back or flex. Those are going to be determined for me each and every week. Uh, so just shuffling in those running backs is going to be tough for me to overcome. Coming in at number two is actually my week one opponent, McCain Enter. Um, which I don't like. Zeke just signed for $100 million or some bullshit like that. Um, he's got Dalvin Cook, which I hate, Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram. The running back depth is the best thing about this team. Doesn't have to make a whole lot of decisions um, and can just kind of plug in and go. Uh, Going to rely on OBJ's health and, of course, Dalvin's health as well. If those guys don't stay healthy, again, you bump way the hell down and they've proven to not be healthy. The strength, I think you have the best running back core. Um, not having to make a decision there is actually very, very valuable in this league. Uh, and your weakness is your bench just isn't great. I don't like a whole lot that's going on on the bench there. It's a lot of handcuffs. So if you do have some health issues, uh, it, it's going to be very detrimental more so than other teams. And number one, you know, this isn't a homer pick. It really isn't. He's actually projected the most points in the league. And I think it's for good reason. Uh, it's Brando's Hose. Uh, the best thing about him is that running back volume. I mean, we got Alvin Kamara, James Conner, Chris Carson. That's a lot of touches between three guys, and touches equal up to points. You're going to rely on Antonio Brown. Is he the guy that we've come to know and love over the past years, or is he getting caught up in a whole lot of baby back bullshit? Um, it's probably the latter, so we'll see how that goes out. The strengths, is, of course, is the running back situation. Uh, we hit on that earlier. There's no reliability. I mean, no reliability concerns there. It's a plug-and-play. Let's get ready to go. Uh, the weaknesses are the tight end and wide receiver depth. There's not a lot there. But if he's the GM, I know he is. He can make some moves um, and really let it rock. So to recap, we'll go one through ten. Number one, Brando's Hose. Number two, McCain Enter. Number three, the Chalmighty Cheeseheads. Number four, the Center Hammers. Number five, Milwaukee Bucks. Number six, Daddy Daycare. Number seven, the Miller Lights. Number eight, the Substance Abusers. Number nine, the Real East FWM. And number 10, the Poo Poo Browns. If you don't like the rankings, draft better next year. That's all I got to say about that. Let's go right in to week one. Week one predictions coming right up. We have a presenting sponsor, and it is for the game of the week. Brought to you... Uh, I didn't think of sponsors before, guys. Our sponsors will be announced next week. How about that? Our game of the week is going to be between our preseason number two team and our preseason number three team. The Cheeseheads, the Almighty Cheeseheads, and McCain Enter. Uh, it's going to be a very, very good matchup, especially with Zeke coming back. I think Zeke's going to be limited enough to where he's not going to be able to do enough to get McCain and are over the hump with the consistency that my wide receivers are going to bring. Mike Williams may not show up against Indianapolis. Zach Ertz is scary. Aaron Jones is going to be held back by that good Chicago defense. 
Week one matchup. The Cheeseheads are starting off with the W. There ain't no doubt about it. You can go ahead, lock it up. Cheeseheads are winning week one. Game number two, our pillow fight of the week. We're going to go with pillow fight, pillow fight. Let's go with the preseason number seven and eight teams, the Miller Lights and the Substance Abusers. Sorry, the Substance Abusers. Uh, Kansas City is playing Jacksonville, which is a very good defense, which I think may hinder J.J. too much. Uh, Kobe does have a high floor. It's not sexy, but I think he knows what he's going to get week in and week out. I just think Kansas City is going to be limited enough against Jacksonville. Uh, I still think they're going to win, and they're going to win by a minus four probably, uh, hopefully. So I think they're going to do enough to win, but I don't think they're going to do enough to win the fantasy round, especially with Sammy Watkins in there. There's a lot of reliability there against a good defense. For week one, I'll go with the Miller Lights and O-Captain, my captain Aaron Rodgers, taking them home to victory. Uh, next up, we got Brando's Hose versus the Real East FWM. Uh, this is my number one team versus my number nine team. The The pick should be obvious here. I think Brandon's got a lot of firepower. Kamara might go for 40 against uh, Houston. James Conner, they're going to try to eat up some clock, keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands. Um, I think that's enough right there. T.Y. Hilton's a concern for East without Andrew Luck. I do think DeAndre Hopkins has a big game. Carson Wentz may be ahead too much to continue throwing the ball throughout the game. Uh, so for those reasons, I'll go with Brando's Hose to take the victory in week one. The next game, we will go with the Santa Hammers versus Daddy Daycare. Uh, again, this pick's probably a little obvious. I think, well, not really. It's my season number four versus the number six. Um, let's see. McCaffrey's going up against the Rams. Thielen against Atlanta. I think that's a shootout there. Um, I think Blake does have too much firepower. I think David Johnson and Le'Veon Bell are going to get a shit ton of carries. Tyler Boyd is without um, A.J. Green for week one at least. So, And, and Golf and Cooks are going to double up. We have a lot of double up this year. I love it, guys. Uh, Josh Jacobs should see some volume even though they're playing a good Denver defense. I love this being a close one. This is going to be like a 115 to 113 game. But I think the Center Hammers takes the W. And last and kind of least... Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Poo Poo Browns. Again, another double up situation with the Bucks. Um, the boom potential here is too great for me to go over there with my preseason number 10 to uh, Poo Poo. I don't know what Kyler's going to do. I don't know what Chris Godwin's going to do. Uh, I don't know what Hunter Henry's going to do. Tevin Coleman was actually just ranked uh, on their depth chart as the number two running back with Matt Breda beating him out with a starting role. Um, so I just I, there's too many question marks on that team. I gotta see what they have to offer in week one before I pick them in any games. Casey, it is our year, um, but I'm gonna go with the Milwaukee Bucks there. Whew! All right, I can breathe a little bit. My side's kind of hurting. I talk too much. Um, oh fuck! I just saw that the Eagles offered Jordan Howard for Melvin Gordon. Boy, I don't think that worked out. That would have been nice. Anyway. Um, I know I kind of went through it kind of quick. I'm glad that we're back. I'm glad the Coopcast is back. Uh, hopefully we make this a little better going in the future. I think we actually have some sponsors lined up. I logged into Anchor and they were like, do you want to get paid? And I could do a sponsorship. So there's going to be some to come, guys. I mean, this Coopcast is fucking, it's lit. It's lit. So uh, no music to go out today. All we got to go out today is let's go. We got the Packers tomorrow. Go Pack Go. Start off the week. Throw a lot to Devontae. Uh, let's have some fun this year. Cheers.